hear my words. I am the sword in the darkness. I am the watcher on the walls. I am the shield that guards from the realm of men. I pledge my life and honor to the Night's Watch for this night and all the nights to come. Here we go with episode four of season eight of Game of Thrones. This one is titled The Last of the Starks. I'm here with Ruby Ray Allen, and we're going to talk about this uh, this week's episode. So, Ray, how's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? You good? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Kind of excited to talk about this uh, episode. Yeah, this is the first time I, I watched the episode, uh, like, a little after it actually aired. I mean, not much. I, I waited maybe two hours after it was done. But what was interesting was I would I, – I had my cell phone face down, my laptop shut. I didn't want to accidentally – you know, get 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 hit with a spoiler. Yeah. Um, you know, I walked in the back door of my building. I want to make sure I didn't walk in the front door and see any of the any of the staff who work there. I was afraid they might you know start talking to me about because I know they listen to this uh, podcast. So, uh, hello, Frankie, and hello, Nick. <laughs> uh, but the other thing that's interesting, I don't know, I don't know uh, if I mentioned this to you, but I'm 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 in Boston right now, mm-hmm. and I postponed my trip by an extra day because the hotel that I was going to be staying in does not, did not have HBO. <laughs> so I called, I called the hotel and I just said, do you guys have HBO? They said, no. And I said, great, change my reservation to, uh, tomorrow. And I just switched my flight and the hotel to today. So I could make sure I would be in New York in front of my own television to watch game of Thrones. That is hardcore. <laughs> You're I hardcore am not game messing around here. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> So uh, you want to jump into the episode? Yeah, I mean, I I thought that the beginning was it, it was it was a it was a powerful scene. Mm-hmm. A, I mean, it shows you the, a little bit of passage of time because they clearly got rid of all the dead bodies, right, right? Right. And they had you know built the um the the I don't know what you call all those funeral things. pyres. The dead bodies on the pyre? what do you call them? funeral That's pyres. Right, pyres. Yes. So there's plenty of bodies. Uh, they had to burn, and, and it, it was you know to see the the final goodbye for you know Sansa and Theon and for. Daenerys and Jorah, yeah. and I actually thought the speech that Jon Snow made was was good. Yes, definitely. It was very, yeah, it was it was it was very good little uh, sermon, uh, not a sermon, a eulogy. Mm-hmm. It was, but it, it was it was good. What do you think of that? And also, I, I thought it was interesting the, the coloring of Theon's hair mm-hmm. and also of Jorah. Both right. of it looked a little a little more red. Yeah, did I was like, when did they become gingers? <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. that before. Everyone, this is the ginger episode. I guess so. Santo is extra ginger, Tormund. So, uh, I mean, I think that that scene pretty much depicts, like, uh, the cost of battle. The, you see those thousands of bodies just piled up on those funeral pyres, and it's a really powerful scene. It opened up with, what, Jorah, um, with Danny standing over Jorah, and then, uh, yes. and then it was uh, Theon and Sansa. So I just think that whole thing really does portray what the cost of, of keeping the realm safe from the Night King and his forces really meant. Yeah, I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought that it it really worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very good. And then and then they start, you know, with the uh, the celebration. Yeah. So that was, was reminiscent of the first episode. Whenever uh, when Robert and 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 Cersei and those guys came down to or came up to Winterfell in the first place. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But I I, I there was just something that felt off to me. I have to say, this was one of my least favorite episodes. I mean, I was very, very happy when I saw how long it was going to be. You mm-hmm. know, the, the I'm like, oh, good. It's 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 much much longer than 50 minutes or an hour. Right. And 
and David Nutter, who directed it, who's directed, you know, nine episodes. Um, I don't, I don't know. There's something just different with, with the, the act. I mean, everyone was sort of, you know, everyone was celebrating being drunk. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's just something off with, with, I thought with the performances, I don't know. I don't know. And even, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Would you find that at, at all with, with the, with that, with almost everybody? Well, I think with some of in them. In that scene. With some of them. Um, I mean, Tormund was Tormund. Um, John, I thought John did fine. Uh, Daenerys, she did a lot of like facial expressions and things like that. So I thought those worked. But outside of that, I definitely see what you mean, especially with the game that uh, Jamie and Tyrion and those guys were playing, the drinking game. Yeah, I thought that was all like super awkward, but uh, it was very awkward. Like Jamie's involved in a drinking game, and then for Tyrion to bring up Brienne's virginity, it's like right. really, dudes? What are you? And you notice that that Podrick drank. It looked like he was trying to cover for mm-hmm. Brienne. Like, right. Uh, I thought, you know, I, I don't know, but it was even Tormund. See, I found Tormund. I was like, well, and I I like Tormund a lot, and somehow I'm like he just seems like a really annoying drunk guy. Definitely, but that that doesn't surprise me about him because everything he does is so over the top. All of his stories are embellished so much. He's that guy at the party that just goes completely overboard. Yeah, I mean, and you know, it was it was interesting that that you know that the, what what uh, Daenerys did with Gendry. I didn't know what direction that was going in. But didn't you make a mistake? I thought his name was like Gendry. They said Rivers, I think, but wasn't his name Waters? I thought that wasn't was a. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I, I know bastards get uh, named after the region that they're from. Like, uh, if you're from Dorne, you're a sand. Uh, you're a snow. If you're from yeah. the north, I'm not sure what the. Uh, I'm not sure where Storms End would be. It's, it's, it was it was interesting, and I, I didn't know where it was going. And it was a, it was a, that was it was a nice moment for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm um, sure he didn't know where it was going either. When when she called his name, he was probably ready to shit himself. Yeah, yeah, totally. So that was a little, a little bit, and all like the, the toast. Let me, let me toast this one. Let me toast that one. It just, it felt a little, awkward. a little, a little awkward. Mm-hmm. And I also, I also thought that it was interesting when you saw how, when the look on Daenerys's face when she saw how much everybody's into John, yes. and, you know, and they're like, you know, he wrote a dragon. I, I mean, if, she could have easily looked over and be like, hey, assholes. Right. I've been riding those dragons for a year. Who do you think showed him how to ride the dragon? <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, but, no, that's, um, that's definitely going to be – um. that's definitely an issue because, I mean, she has lived her whole life to rule the Seven Kingdoms, and everybody's just ready to hand it to John. Yeah. I don't know why. Something just seemed a little off off mm-hmm. kilter a bit. I, I, don't, I don't know why. You know, I was very happy to see that, you know, the Hound and Arya finally had a bit of a conversation. Yes. That was nice to see. I thought that Gendry running to go propose to Arya just seemed a little preposterous. I thought she let him down really well. Right. Uh, it'd, it'd be great if, if more women let down guys like that. <laughs> um, but it was just a little... That just seemed... I'm like, really? Just immediately running to propose? I mean, of, of doesn't he... I, I just seemed a little... Well, he's a bit of I mean, a granted, maybe anyway. under, under her spell because, you know, she just... They just slept together, mm-hmm. but what? I mean, she could have said to him, "Hey, listen, you go be a lord. I'm going to do my thing, mm-hmm. and you know, we'll bang every once in a while, right? You right, know, we'll which be, will happen. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be friends with benefits. Exactly. That's, that <laughs> that would have been great if she had said that. But uh, I did think Sansa gave uh, Sophie Turner gave a really good performance throughout this whole episode. Yeah, she's been nailing it. Very good. Honestly, the Stark Stark kids have been nailing. I, I don't like Bran. 
But I mean, for the role that he's supposed to play, I think he pretty much knocks it out the park. At the uh, feast, he was, you know, buzzkill, buzzkill brand like he normally is. Yeah, that's his thing. Yeah, can you, you thought you could have been uh, shocking if all of a sudden he, like, you know, he raises a glass and just yells, <laughs> right. you know, pig's, pig's feet for everybody. You know? <laughs> right, right. But, but um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I enjoyed the conversation between uh, Varys and uh, Tyrion. I mean, it was really interesting to see that that Varys is, you know, he's sort of he's drifting away from oh, you the mean, You mean the one at the end, of, towards uh, towards the That's end? The end, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just sort of I'm jumping around here, right? Bit. But uh, but that was um, that was when I thought it, it felt that, that that's when, you know when I, a moment that I that I enjoy definitely um, definitely probably two know, of the most clever people in the entire show talking anytime yeah. that happens it's bound to be pretty good um let's yeah. let's go back to right after the feast when danny finally gets john alone and she expresses her concerns about you know his claim to the throne yes i mean it's not enough for her for him just to say it's all you i don't want to do it i don't i don't want it i mean she's so power hungry i get it she's been going for this for all this time she's mm-hmm. talking about how she wants to leave the world a better place it's more than that. She wants to be the queen. Yes, yes. And and, and John really is more suited, I think, to, to rule, which is which goes towards what Varys and later in the episode what Varys and right. Tyrion were talking about. I mean, John doesn't necessarily want it, and everyone loves him, and he's a great leader. And mm-hmm. Daenerys is a, is a bit of a tyrant. She I mean, is. We, we see it, you know. She and, is definitely trending towards being becoming the Mad Queen. Yes, I, of- I, I think so. Yeah, it's pretty scary. I, I, do, I do think so. I think yeah, everybody yeah. sees it. Everybody knows that John is just, you know, pretty much born for this role. He doesn't want it. He's the only person that doesn't see it. But everybody else that comes in contact with him, they're like, "This guy would be the perfect king." The perfect king, yeah, and because he doesn't want it, you know, it's like it's like a, it's like a, you know, it's like he when he doesn't he doesn't care about ruling. He doesn't, mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't need to pull a salary. He doesn't he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> but you know, well, what did you think about when when? Jamie and Brienne ended up hooking up. I mean, I knew it was coming. The moment they brought up Brienne's virginity, I'm like, yeah, well, in, in, in about in about 20 minutes, that'll be done. You know, <laughs> right, right. But yeah. I think I prefer stoic Brienne over like, uh, you oh, know, most definitely, she weepy plays, emotion. You know, right? She plays the warrior, the soldier. She plays that really well. But I, uh, I think that she just doesn't really pull off, like you said, weepy emotional. <laughs> Yeah, it just doesn't. Uh, I prefer the other way, and 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 even and Jamie. I was surprised when he was like, when he again. I'm jumping around, but mm-hmm. when he leaves Brienne, and he and he and he says he talks about how hateful Cersei is, and then he says, you know, I'm I'm hateful too. Mm-hmm. I, that surprised. I thought he was going to say, you know, Cersei's hateful, and I need to go wipe her out. Uh, instead, he's like, yeah, she's hateful. I'm hateful. Well, I think in that case, in that sense, he's trying to get um, he's trying to let Brienne know that. This is something that he has to do, and maybe he's not the guy that she really thinks that he is. Kind of like, um, remember whenever Arya had to get rid of Nymeria back, like, epi- or season one? Right. So she's, like, throwing rocks to try and get Nymeria to run away? Right, right. That's kind of what Jamie's doing here. He's throwing rocks at Brienne. That's nice. You're comparing uh, Brienne to a dire wolf. That's really <laughs> good there, Kurt. They're both I mean, pretty you know, badass. I'll tell you something. I, 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 often that happens. You know, you hook up with somebody, and you're like, all right, how do I exit this? this situation what am i supposed to do and i mean for him to say yeah my sister 
Dexter's hateful, and I guess I'm hateful too. He really wanted out of that room. <laughs> you do what you got to do to get out. <laughs> I of mean, there. I, I guess it was a little more, uh, a little more elaborate and genuine than just saying, "Hey, listen, I'm going to go run out and get, get a get a, a a gallon of goat's milk, and I'll be right back, and then just disappear for you know <laughs> till till for for a couple fortnights." Um, <laughs> But uh, but it's interesting. I mean, I knew Jamie had to get back down. I, that, that, I was surprised when they're like, "Yeah, Jamie's going to stay here with Brienne." Really? Yeah. Jamie's not right. going to go down there and hang out with with Cersei and and see what's going to happen down there. I, I I really I was yeah initially I was like thought that was a little bit of a red flag. Also, so Tormund and all those guys are going back. They're going north of the north wall, of the wall, right? right? Which should presumably be a very safe place to live. Yeah, nothing but wildlings up there now. Yeah, and and and, every, and they all just got along. They all were united recently, right? Maybe well, they'll just. But that was due to Mance Raider because historically the uh, the wildlings above the wall fought each other. Mance was able to get them all to come together for a common cause. But since he's gone, but then every wildling though was either either fought against uh, the Night King, the White Walkers, mm-hmm. right? Right. Or they they in the in the Hard Home in the Battle of Hard Home, a lot of those wildlings became true. Became uh, soldiers for the for the Night King. True. So true. there should be, I think, the only wildlings that should be left are the ones that just fought um, in the north, you know, yeah. to, against the Night King. Yeah, you're probably right. So I mean, in that case, there's <laughs> there's a lot of open land for those guys. There should be harmony there. You yeah, know? Yep. I I would think. Um, also, I, I thought it was also a very great moment. Besides um, Gendry, you know, becoming uh, Lord, you know, Gendry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, rivers, uh, waters, uh, sunshine, rainbow, whatever the hell he was. Uh, I also enjoyed uh, the, the the farewell that that Gilly and Samuel mm-hmm. uh, gave to John. That was a really nice. That might have been my favorite moment in the episode yeah. when he said, "You know, you're my best friend I ever had." That was mm-hmm. that was really that was nice and yeah. and uh, it, it was a really good good moment. And it also, you know, it was an excuse to give Gilly a line mm-hmm. for him to, you know. Sam, John knows how it's done, whatever she said. Because, so, you know, she's pregnant. With right, Sam right. will knock her up. So so let me ask you this, then. So he's going back to Horn, Horn Hill, I'm assuming. Who's I assume. Around. It was unclear. I assume it's got to be Horn Hill. I think he's done with the Citadel. Right. So he has little Sam, which is not his son. Right. And now he's going to have little John or, you know, if it's a girl, whatever the name would be. Yeah. Who will be little... his true-born son, so... He yeah. would be in line to inherit Horn Hill, right? That's correct. Not Little Sam. So I mean, not that they would ever. I mean, that's a that's completely off screen. But that would be well, a point you know of what? Contention. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, if they ever did a uh, sequel, mm-hmm. I, I, I bet you Sam Sam uh, Samuel Tarley would probably. Yeah, he probably wouldn't rat rat out uh, anyone, and he would let uh, Little Sam. Uh, take over Horn Hill. Yes, you know, even even though it's not his son, because maybe he wants everybody to believe it is his son. Right, right. he would basically do to to Sam sort of what Ned Stark did to uh, to Jon Snow. Exactly. Not as extreme. I mean, you know, running Horn Hill isn't exactly the same thing as being you know <laughs> running Seven Kingdoms. Right. Uh, but uh, so that I feel, but I feel like we haven't seen the last of Sam. Well, I mean, is that really it? That that couldn't have been. I mean, he's such a huge character that that really goodbye. You're my best friend. See audience. I mean, there's no way. There's not a lot of time left. <laughs> I mean, this next episode is going to be, you know, probably a huge battle, and then you're just going to have the aftermath. But there's not really a whole lot of time to have these True. reunions with people. 
No, it's true, but San Samuel's not not a fighter, as we as we saw. I mean, it's amazing that he wasn't killed. But if this is all he was saved for, just to tell John that you're my best friend I ever had. Right. Then he should have might as well have just been killed in that last battle. Mm-hmm. But he's a survivor and he doesn't die in battles. I, I think you know? there's I think there are plenty of people that should have died in that last battle that didn't. Honestly, I thought Tormund should have bit the dust in that one. Yeah. I mean, he didn't need him at that party to just. Well, maybe they did. He's the he's the key wildling, right? So maybe yeah, true. that's why he he lived. But I would have had no. I wouldn't have had a problem if if he died mm-hmm. in, in, in that battle. Um, you know, when you see uh, when Bronn shows up, yes, with the crossbow. That was that. I get that. I just found it a little awkward. He's basically saying, "So if you guys survive, you better give me High Garden." <laughs> right, because I didn't kill you today. Yeah, because I didn't kill you today. And, and if you don't survive, well, then whatever. Then then Cersei's going to give me River Run. Right. Although Cersei probably knows that Bronn is up, went up north to go talk to, mm-hmm. uh, to talk to Tyrion and uh, and, Jamie. and Jamie. So that was just weird. It's almost like you know, kiss my ass. And I like Bronn. I do he's too. A, he's a fun character. Mm-hmm. But that just didn't seem to make sense. That it just something about that felt awkward. I'm just showing up to tell you, if you live. <laughs> You better give me high guard. Right. So a guy with no honor is expecting you to honor this uh, agreement that he's forcing you into. Yeah. yeah. And it, but you look, you could make the argument for it's for, you know, past due, earnings past due. And he did make oh, a good definitely. point. He said to me, he's like, yeah, yeah, all your ancestors were cutthroats. Mm-hmm. And now, and now, you know, you guys inherited it and you're just, you know, screwing things up. Yeah. Um, the original Lannister basically conned the Casterlies out of Casterly Rock. That's right. And you know what? It's no different. You know, look, this, this rumor has it. Bill Gates, uh, you know, he took, he sort of took, uh, uh, what's it called? Yeah, Microsoft. Uh, the... Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, this has been, yeah, there's lots of it throughout, throughout U.S. history. I believe the Louisiana Purchase was done uh, sort of illegally. I, I don't I don't believe that it was done. Yeah, it was a certain protocol. Yeah, honestly, um, throughout history, there's just. There's all sorts of examples that are this very same thing. Yeah, shit, shit, shit happens. I mean, you know, I'm I'm the only uh, honest and forthright person left in this kingdom, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> I think uh, my favorite part of the of the episode was probably the the Hound and Arya uh, getting together. Actually, you know what? Yeah. I also like the conversation between the Hound and Sansa. That was also yes, really good. Very much when she put put her her, her hand on his. That mm-hmm. was very. Yes. That was a great moment. I mean. That was, you know, it's it's the, those moments. So it really was a balance. It was, I guess, it was just really the, the the party scene that I found a little right, right. The overview of everything was, yeah, it was not that well done. But I think the uh, conversations that took place within that, a lot of them were were pretty good. Yeah, that was, yeah, for sure. Um, what did you think about uh, the dragon dying? I mean, it was very, it totally caught me off guard. Most definitely. Sudden. Like, ta-da, there's Euron and his fleet of ships. Like, right. how do they sneak up? No idea. No, no, I don't think we're supposed to think about that. I mean, that to, that to me, that sneaking up was more outrageous than Arya sneaking up on, mm-hmm. on the Night King. Right. Because that's, that, that, you know, she, she's stealthy, she was trained as, as a faceless, faceless man or mm-hmm. faceless woman. Right. And, uh, you know, whereas Euron and a whole bunch of ships? I mean, come on, that's... Yeah, but I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Danny just can't stick to a damn plan. Like, she shouldn't have rushed head first into that sort of situation without knowing everything that was going on. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I mean, when Sansa was like, you know, the armies are tired. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they are. They're exhausted. You know, I mean, and, and, and Sansa's the one who pointed that out. And Sansa didn't do any fighting. Daenerys actually was mm-hmm. on the battlefield, right. you know. Um, Back to her I mean, it was, remember, at the very beginning, they all toast the Dragon Queen. 
because mm-hmm. they like respected her for fighting. Right, definitely. And um, she does deserve I, she does deserve a certain amount of respect because she is one of the reasons why they one of the key reasons why they won the battle against the uh, Night King. A hundred, a thousand percent between bringing the Unsullied and the Dothraki and her mm-hmm. having her dragons for sure. So, but 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 so that the dragon going down. I mean, it was that was a definitive. It was. I mean, multiple shots. He's and, and gone. You see that you know Kyburn, you know, made multiple weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they um, have a ton of those things. A There's ton surrounding and, and, the entirety of uh, King's Landing. Yeah, I thought Jamie. I thought Daenerys was gonna was gonna fly around to the, the backside of the ships and then start blasting them with some fire. That would make way too much sense. It really would have. Yeah, you, know, you say, all right, yeah, you got one less dragon. I mean, and now it does. It really evens out the playing field quite a bit. I mean, it also lets everybody know, I, you know, you, it's the dragon might be ineffective now. Well, with the strategy that she uh, uses, it definitely will be. You know, I don't. I don't think that the dragons any. And so there's no dragon. There's a lot fewer mm-hmm. unsullied. Are there any Dothraki left? They mentioned that there are some Dothraki. Um, I can't yeah. really see how there would be, but they do have reinforcements coming. They mentioned that the Prince of Dorne has sworn his uh, loyalty to them. So the Dornish forces, which have been completely untouched throughout this whole thing, should be at full strength. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. I think yeah, she's gonna. You know, if if she does become, if Daenerys does become the mad queen mm-hmm. yeah i'm just just like her, her 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 ancestors i mean they just didn't care and just wiping everybody out i mean he 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 wanted to remember he said burn them all burn them all right the mad king yeah and that's sort of you know well, he, what... he was a very special case i mean i don't think all targaryens were like that he was a particularly evil targaryen um driven mad by god knows what probably all the years of incest yeah yeah, I guess you're right. Incest will do that to people. <laughs> so I hear. Uh, we we need to uh, point out that there was a Starbucks cup in front of Daenerys during that uh, opening celebration scene, which is a colossal fuck up. <laughs> That's a huge fuck up. I mean, I, I I get it. You know, you could you could say it's a case of senioritis. Uh-huh. You know, just like. <laughs> but that's just it's just crazy that you know i mean obviously there's you know hundreds of production people i mean they the editors stared at these scenes endlessly i i, I it can happen you miss something but like people watch that episode once and like oh shit there's there's there it is there's chris's i think cup. it would be hilarious if like if it turns out like that uh that they suddenly had like some sort of not you know just a barista there in winterfell uh-huh. <laughs> right you know and and when and when she goes to get her coffee he has to call out you know Daenerys Stormborn, Mother of Dragons. Takes like three uh, minutes. Rightful Queen of the Andals. You just rattle off the entire, all of her credits. Yeah. What I like the most about that cup is it'll have the person's name on it, whose cup it is. For sure, yeah. (laughs) That would really be something if if they zoomed in, you see it says Amelia. (laughs) uh, You know? It's Amelia's uh, cup. Um, so, so what know, do you think possible. about da- what do you think about Daenerys asking John to basically keep everything a secret? Swear Sam and Bran to uh, secrecy and just keep everything on the download. I mean, he, he's she wants not even to tell her family, which also goes back to the fact that she has never had any family she could trust, right? right? Uh, although John does tell his sisters and brother. Well, I'm sorry. He already knew, but she t- he tells the sisters, right? Right. Which, tells, he, sw- he swears them the secrecy, which doesn't and, last very long. Right. Sansa promptly betrays him and tells Tyrion, which could call her, could cause a rift between mm-hmm. John and uh, Sansa. Um, you know, but Sansa is is her telling Tyrion is ultimately 
you would think is for the good of of mankind, and also she doesn't love Daenerys. Oh, she hates her. You know, yeah, she really some of the looks they shoot at each other are are some of the best acting of the show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But what did you think? So, what do you think when when Daenerys is you know says you know to John, don't tell anybody and. Well, I, th- keeping I think it's completely ridiculous to request that of him, but I do think her saying that it could be out of his hands if the secret gets out, I think there's some validity to that because um, Varys even alluded to that whenever he was talking about it. Once everyone finds out that you have the claim, whether you want that throne or not, they're going to want to put you on that throne because they see how much of a leader he is. Yeah, but, but remember that they, there was a conversation about, again, Varys and uh, Tyr- Tyrion mm-hmm. talking about, you know, about maybe marrying the two of them. Right. Well, she's his aunt. Well, who cares? That kind of stuff. That kind of stuff happens everywhere in this in this kingdom. Yeah. Um, but it's and and having them being married and ruled together and and I mean they sort of in that conversation answer a lot of questions that uh, or or theories that an audience member could have. You know, right. he's like, nah, she'll overpower him. But she would. Which is, but but she would. But he could also keep her in check. I think to some extent. Um and and uh, but by the way, unrelated to that, John giving away his direwolves. I know, just like see, see ya, see ya, ghost. I know, and ghost ghost was banged up. Oh, he's that missing actually, in the air. I thought that was impressive the way they made him look with like the blood on him. Yep. And he looked, you know, missing the air. That was it. Really showed that ghost was like really just another was another soldier. Mm-hmm. It was really a huge part of that battle. Well, I you think know? um the way the direwolves were handled is probably one of the biggest gripes that book readers have. Because of the bond that John and Ghost had wasn't really portrayed that well in the show. That I think should have been a tighter a tighter relationship and mm-hmm. uh, more a little more true to the books. Um, although I mean, throughout the series, they were pretty well connected. He's protected them many times and protected other people. You know, like Samwell and you know back when they were at, at the Castle Black. Mm-hmm. Um, and who's this new Prince of Dorne they they brought up? Hey, we got a Prince of Dorne. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't say who he was. <laughs> I mean, I was like, well, hello, what? Right. Uh, okay, hey, the abrupt. The sudden kidnapping of Masande, which you know, how did she's that missing in the water, and what's that? How did that happen? I don't know. And, okay. and, and then and then Grey Worm running around on the beach screaming Masande. That that to me again also was a sort of it just felt uneven. He's mm-hmm. just suddenly hysterical. I get it. He loves her, but him being hysterical like that, Gendry being hysterical in his proposing to Arya. Mm-hmm. You know the the over the top. You know Tormund. Uh, you know, I thought that I thought the Hound seemed still true to his character, yes. and Ari was true, and Sansa. Well, that's because the Hound's not chasing vagina. Everyone else that's true. Is, makes us do crazy things. The Hound is He shoes that girl away. Yeah. You know, but it, it, and, and you know, but Sansa saying, "I would be the same little bird I was before." Mm-hmm. I mean, she's basically acknowledging of all this. It was a little harsh when the Hound said, "Yeah, I heard what you know." Basically, I know what Ramsay did to you. Yes. It's like, dude, that's you know. So anyway, so Masande. You know, she's suddenly missing, and then they, they, so they kidnap her, and it doesn't look like she, you know, ever had a drop of water on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I was very surprised that they killed her just like that. I actually, I actually thought Tyrion was about to get shot, even though I'm like, really? Are they about to get rid of Tyrion from the show? I thought, I thought that uh, Cersei was going to have everybody to shoot him full of arrows. If Cersei was being true to her character, that's what she would have said. You, she would have shot up. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Tyrion. She probably well, would have but, promised the guy that hit him in the eye socket a castle or something. Yeah, but she had mercy on Tyrion before when she when she could have back when they were. Uh, yeah. Yep. Although, although although back then there was they would she they were everybody was there they had a meeting with the remember the hound was there and Daenerys was there mm-hmm. the dragons were there and right. Tyrion was killed and yeah. Daenerys would have just 
probably unleashed her dragon. So they chop off Masande's head. Mm-hmm. That was, I thought they were going to push her off the ledge. Yeah, me too. That's A, right? B, it really, it was very quick. And, and uh, Daenerys saying, I'm sorry, and, and Masande saying, Dracarys? To me, it seemed like she was acknowledging, hey, it's over for me, but you need to torch these motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. You got to blast them. But but it just felt the way she even said it, it just felt off. I, I don't agree. know what it was. <laughs> no, I agree a hundred percent. You know, I thought she was actually trying to summon uh, uh, the dragon to start blasting yeah. fire right then and there. <laughs> that would have been a twist. You know, but uh, so I don't know. It, it, it was a little uneven, I thought. I mean, I, it, it was interesting. I was happy to see some conversations, mm-hmm. you know, between and there certain were characters. Tons but, of them. Yeah, and, it, and it, again, once again, it's, it's, there's a great cliffhanger. I mean, mm-hmm. to see you know, what, what, what is Daenerys about to do. And, right. I think part uh, of the and, problem. I mean, but I think... That head and body, mm-hmm. the head being chopped off and the body and the head falling to the ground, that was like, that was, was a bit, that was like, whoa, you yeah. know? Like, poor Masande, poor Grey Worm, you know? And they oh, were just yeah. talking about going to Noth together. They were <laughs> right. just talking about taking their beach trip. I hope he bought refundable tickets. That's right. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I don't know if the, the all-inclusive in Noth is going to give him back their money. <laughs> right. and by the way, that does make me think that Grey Worm is going to go on a rampage, and then maybe he'll end up dying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got uh, nothing else to live for. He, he has nothing else to live for, yeah. So, so does, and does Gendry, I mean, Gendry still has no claim I mean, does he have any claim to the Iron, Iron Throne? If you argue that, you know, eh, probably. I, not. I thought he was trying to say. I thought he was worried, like Daenerys was uh, about to say, "Hey, I'm worried about you being, you know, taking uh, having a stake in this whole whole thing." Oh, he 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 was definitely worried about that. Yeah. So the big thing is going to be how are the forces of good going to defeat Cersei, Euron, and all that going on up there in King's Landing? Yeah, I'm very eager for. I mean, Euron has got to die. How about how he's Cersei tried go. to uh, pass the baby off as his? Uh, yes, he's got. It. Yeah, I think I actually think that she's telling him, her and her and um, Kyburn are telling him that it's you know his baby, mm-hmm. and maybe and maybe she was going to play along with this, and maybe once Jamie comes back, uh, she'll kill she'll kill uh, um, Euron mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, yeah, Jamie was you know let's raise this kid. I, I don't know. I, it's it's still possible to me that 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 um, that Jamie could end up. Turning, you know, uh, killing uh, Cersei. Mm-hmm. Although, look, he honored. It. He said, "I'm going to go fight for the fight for the living." Right. He went up. To, to, he went up to Winterfell. Mm-hmm. He fought against the 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 Night King, and now he's like, "Hey, Cersei, fuck it, I'm back." Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he has to kill uh, <laughs> Euron. So, when it comes down to it, Jamie is not the monster he'd have Brienne believe that he is. Yeah, he started out that way, but when you think about it, he he became the Kingslayer to save the people of King's Landing, and he went up north to fight for the living. He's not as bad as what he initially appears to be. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Well, there you have it. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you know, I don't know if there's anything else that jumped out of you other than the, you know, the, anything that glaring like that Starbucks uh, cup. <laughs> right. But, uh, I think a lot of people did. I think a lot of people did love. Really love this episode, mm-hmm. um, but it was, I, I, you know, maybe if I watch it again, I'll feel I'll enjoy it more. I liked it better on second watch, um, but it was going to be tough to follow up the Battle of Winterfell. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that's that was an epic. I thought it was an epic episode. A lot of people were were unhappy with it. A lot of people thought it just wasn't. 
you know, wasn't uh, so terrific. That yeah. I thought, I mean, they, they, they didn't like how it ended. They didn't like Arya killing the Night King. Right, right, right. Uh, See, I had no a lot problem of, with it. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of a lot of people are great critical. The darkness of the screen, a lot of uh, that was also mm-hmm. um, that was definitely know. the major gripe. Um, and then you had the people that just want John to do everything, so those people are complaining. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but I, but I I I I I I'm I, uh, well, curious to see what happens next week and how many episodes will be this battle with Cersei. And I can't imagine visually that this battle with Cersei is going to be as exciting as the. Can't that was just, there's no way to there's no way and you also you're on i i loathe him so much like i'd rather watch the night king in a scene not saying anything than listening to Euron just blabbling and <laughs> just being an arrogant fuck which is you know which is which will make his death you know all the all the sweeter uh-huh. i i have a hunch that uh yara is gonna be the one to kill Euron. right because they mentioned that she retook um wherever the hell they're from. <laughs> the Iron Island. The Iron Island. She retook the yeah. Iron Island. So, yeah, so they'll be, able, they'll be able to help. The people from Dorne will be able to help. I think they might have mentioned something about the Vale. But, yeah, but, yeah. but Jamie has to do something to improve his, uh, his page in the book. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, right. say much about him. So I'm, I'm wondering what it is that he would do. Uh-huh. Unless, you know, unless it was to say he... I mean, murdering his sister, the queen. I don't think it could be that. Well, if, uh, if it's to save, if it's to save King's Landing, I think that would be fun because we don't know. Cersei's a crazy ass. She might have some more of that wildfire shit stashed somewhere. That that did that did cross my mind. That maybe, but I, I they, they could have made more possibly. It's very possible, mm-hmm. you know, to fight the dragon with wildfire. I mean. They have a healthy army. I mean, your money really should be on Cersei in this battle, if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, you that's know? a smart well, I mean, thing. What does the other people have? I mean, the Unsullied are tough. There's, there's not many there's of, them of them. I mean, she had yeah, how many people out there? A hundred? Two hundred? Well, uh, well, I don't think that was supposed to be the entire army. No, that's there's just no th- those are just the people that sell from uh, White Harbor with them. Right, right. And then, uh, you know, Cersei has, you know, all, the, all, the, all those... Um, with all the soldiers that forgot to bring their elephants. Right. <laughs> the Golden Company. So, the Golden Company. And I think that's supposed to be about 20,000 of them. Yes. So, I mean, they, I feel like they're incredibly outnumbered. Unless they, so unless the, the one dragon can blast, you know, kill half of them. Mm-hmm. You know. It's an issue. <laughs> it's an issue. Well, let me yeah. ask you this before we wrap it up. Um, let's assume yeah. that the good guys win. Okay. Will Danny be able to put her pride aside? And let John rule. I think that she is going to have to be that she's going to be taken out. I think that's going to happen. I don't know who's going to do it. Maybe that'll be mm-hmm. Jamie, or I mean, who would do it? Jamie Arya? I mean, she's already got a big kill. Really I mean, what's that? She already has a big kill. I hate whenever I, I hate the idea of one character like having such a huge role in the shaping of the realm. Yeah, you're right. It can't. It won't could be, be Tyrion. Could be could be Tyrion killing Daenerys. Wow. I think Tyrion I or Jon. If the if either of those two did it, I I don't. You think one of those two will end up killing Daenerys? If she has to go, I, I think that those are the two that would have the ability to get close to her, and also wow. uh, from a from a storytelling standpoint, I think they would have the biggest impact. Yeah. Uh, although remember, Melisandre did did tell Arya something about you know green eyes, blue eyes. So maybe 
maybe Daenerys falls into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, into you know the category. Sure, her eyes are blue, blue and green, sort mm-hmm. of. So depending on the lighting, right. but you know what else could be? Maybe maybe Daenerys somehow ends up burning. You know, lights the room on fire with Cersei in it, and then you know, of course, she is unscathed and Cersei di- uh, burns to death. Mm-hmm. I mean. A lot. There's many ways to go, but I feel like John or Sansa. I feel like John ends up getting the throne, and he gives it to Sansa. Hmm. And Sansa ends up being uh, the queen, and John is, you know, the warden of the north. Right. And uh, that's what I'm thinking. I just not sure how it's going to get there. I can tell you this: Grey Worm is not going to be king. <laughs> right. Huh. You can rule him out. Yeah. Well, all right, man. Until next week. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, can't wait to see next week's episode. I have a feeling that it's going to redeem itself from this week's. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. All right. All right. We'll chat. Yep. Thanks again, Ray. All right, bud. Take care. Yanelta's boys, rise now as men of the night's watch. 